Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Father, we lift high the name of Jesus this morning. God, we thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us your son, Jesus. Father, today, over every life, we speak the name Jesus. Over every circumstance, we speak the name Jesus. Lord God, let that peace that surpasses all understanding come down at the name of Jesus. Mighty God, we glorify you. We worship you. Would you just lift your hands, turn your palms to heaven. Just receive a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit this morning. Bible says where two or three are gathered, there I am in their midst. When we're gathered in his name. Mark, as we're worshipping, Melissa mentioned it earlier, but I felt like the, the scripture, do not grow weary in doing good, for in due season you will reap a harvest. Do not grow weary. It's been a wearying time, a wearying season. But if you wait on him and rest in him, he will fill you afresh. Isaiah says, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. Do not grow weary. There's a person here with a pain. It's not the arch of your foot, it's closer to your toes, but a, a, a sharp pain in, and I feel like it's your right foot. You're going to feel heat coming into that. Just thank God for your healing this morning. There's somebody with a ringing, and again, I think it's your right ear that there's an incessant ringing. And another person with joint pain in your wrist. Just, just receive healing in your body this morning as we stand here in his presence. God, you are good all the time, and we love you, we worship you, and we bless you in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. And everybody said, Come on, let's give God a hand clap for you. It's so nice to see your beautiful, smiling faces. It's great to have a whole lot of guests here. We've got some friends from Melbourne. Uh, we go to Compass Church, where I, I go quite regularly. It's really nice to see you guys. I have my mum, dad, and sister here this morning. And we've got Jerry and Julie. And we've got David and Kelly. And we've got Anna from Sydney. And I didn't get to meet you guys. How are, how are you? What are your names? Raphael and Stephanie. Raphael and Stephanie. Can we give Raphael and Stephanie a we are in our Word and Worship month. Last month was prayer. We're in Word and Worship. And Melissa usually says, Christians, slow down. But today we have to be out of the hall early. So she said, Christians, speak quick. But I always speak quick. So I'm going to probably just stay at my uh, regular pace. You doing good? Glad to be in church. Who enjoyed Russell's message last week? It was brilliant. If you weren't here, uh, worship in the Word. Now, the Word and Worship, I, I want to encourage you, go online, check it out. It's there on podcast as well. But it was a great message, and he had some really amazing teaching that I just wanted to recap quickly before I get into my message. And uh, it's the, which most of us will probably know, and you learn this kind of straight up when you start going to Bible college, and that, but the Bible is comprised of 66 books. Did everybody know that? Yeah. Yeah. 66 books in the Bible. It's, it's broken into Old Testament and New Testament. It was written by 40 different authors from various nations and languages over a 1,500-year period, yet it's consistent throughout. 
It, it's actually been proven mathematically perfect. It's the only uh, book in the world that has been proven mathematically perfect, which is unbelievable. And the Bible has just one author. 40 writers, 1,500 years, one author, God. And, and, and what Russell brought to us last week was the Bible is a love story. It's God's love story. It's his love story about you and to you and for you. Uh, we learned that the Bible's the most read book in the Bible. It's the most printed, most sold, most distributed, and most read book of all time. And Russell didn't mention this, but it's also the most stolen book. Did you know that? Have you ever been to a hotel? There's a little Gideon Bible in the, in the drawer. It is the most stolen book in the world, which I think is awesome. And it's been translated into more than 800 languages. That's unbelievable. But Melissa stole my scripture this morning. Psalm 119, I don't think she knew this, but it's, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. I've taken an oath and confirmed it that I will follow your righteous laws. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Uh, the word of God is both close and far-reaching for, for all of us. It's, it, it will guide you today and lead you towards tomorrow. It's, it's both practical and prophetic. And, and that's what I love is that in every stage, in every phase, the word of God is applicable to my life. Yeah. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain. And, and I love the fact that even Vincent's saying, Christian, you gave me a word and it did. The season I went through didn't seem like the word that I got, but I guarantee you the word of God in Vincent and Jenny is what carried them through the season they went through and allowed them yeah. to find peace in a, in a challenging situation. Yeah. That's what David says, that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm hemmed in. I'm shadowed by death. It's all, though I walk through, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence, though I walk through. Can I encourage you, if you're walking through a time, keep walking. Yeah. If you're in the middle of a season, keep, keep walking. Seasons come to an end. Yeah. Yeah. Just as in the natural realm, seasons will come. There's time periods. There's time frame. If you're in a good season, maximize it. If you're in a bad season, mark the date. It will come to an end. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? That helps me. Yeah. And who knows, it's, it's good to be encouraged by the word, but it's even better to be challenged by the word. Yeah. Yeah. It's, true. it's good that prom the promises of God are yes and amen. I'm for you and not against you. No weapon formed against you shall fall. It's, it's good to be encouraged by the word. Yeah. But I think it's even more powerful to be challenged by the word. Yeah. The word, sorry. Because if I know anything, it's that faith leaks and fundamentals are forgotten. Wow. Yeah. Faith leaks. Because there, there's fundamentals, there's foundations in the word of God that we can base our lives upon. But they're forgotten. And what I used to do when I first gave my life to Christ and I first in, entered into a relationship with him, sometimes I forget to do now because they were just the fundamentals. They were where I started. Mm. But faith leaks, and that's why we need the world. The, the word. <laughs> the world is trying to shape a, a, a generation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's trying to through social media, through societal norms, and this is yeah. what causes the leak in our lives. Is when I look at those social norms, or I look at social media, I think that's that's my standpoint for life. But I love what Vincent said. He said, "No, when I when I keep looking at Jesus, yeah. I can walk on water." Yeah. Yeah. That's what Hebrews 12 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. The way we can keep our eyes on Jesus is to keep our eyes on the Word. Yeah. Yeah. It says, yeah. in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
You can't separate the Word and God. And that's why we need the Word. It says in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you need a faith injection, if you need your faith to be stirred, get into the Word of God. And no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, you will find the Word speaks to you. God is not silent. He wants to reveal things to you at the time and pace and the place that you find yourself in. Get to the Word. And scriptures are for our benefit, to help us do life well. Mm. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is inspired by God, and it's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong, teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. All scripture is inspired by God. The word of God came from the heart of God towards each of us, and it's our life manual. We can take a hold of the Word of God and apply it and use it as our life manual. And, you know, I, I bought a whole new set of tools yesterday, uh, and they're the next, they're, they're, I needed new tools. So they're, they're new to, I know how to use the tools, but every single tool came with an instruction manual. The instruction manual is given to me to maximize its use. Yeah. So I use it properly, and, I, and, I, and, and it will sustain the, the life of the tool. The, the, the battery life, the, if I use the tool incorrectly, I won't get out of it what the manufacturer intended for that tool, for that piece of equipment. It's the same with the Bible. God has given us his word to maximize our lives. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's not just about prayer. It's not just about worship. It's also about the word. When I get, and, and honestly, with the challenges I face in life, I have to have greater level of the word on the inside of me. As ballast in my soul to get through the challenges that I face. Mm -hmm. And if my challenges are greater than the level of word that I have, I'll be knocked around yeah. to and fro. I'll be buffeted by life and circumstance. But when the word of God is greater on the inside of me, when I have a, a greater word level of living on the inside of me, I can face any giant, I can face any storm, and I can come out victorious on the other side. Amen? Yeah. Someone says this, and I quoted it last week, but I'll read it this week. Blessed, the Amplified says, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, to be envied, is the one that does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on it day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers, but not so the wicked. They're like the chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked, the, the, the wicked leads to destruction. Blessed is the one. Blessed is the one. God wants you to live blessed. Yeah. He wants to bless you. He wants to favor you. And, and if you ask, most people would say they want to be blessed. Yeah. They want the favor of God resting on their lives, but they don't necessarily want to do what it takes to be blessed. Yeah. You see... Salvation is a gift given to everybody who will receive it. It's a free gift of God that can't be revoked. It's a gift given, but blessing is a choice. The price tag of blessing is obedience. The Bible says if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Salvation is a gift, but blessing is a choice. I, I want you to choose to walk blessed by choosing to be obedient to everything that God asks of you. Through his word. Amen? Amen. Very quiet this morning. Do, you, do I need to go quicker? No, no, no. Okay, okay. So.
There's a saying that I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. We need to progress in life. We need to move forward, to press forward in life. And in Hebrews it says this. This is God's intention and heart for each of us. Hebrews 6. Therefore, leaving the discussion of elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God and the doctrine of baptisms, the laying of hands, of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. Therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings. Let us leave. We, we start somewhere in Christ, but God doesn't want you to remain there. Yeah. Salvation is given, but, but God wants us to mature and to grow and to develop and to enlarge in capacity and knowledge and wisdom of, of him and his ways. He, he wants us to mature, not just be saved, uh, to develop and grow, because there's no neutral ground in the kingdom or in our faith. Faith leaks. Faith gets zapped. Faith gets, it's, we, we need to be stirring ourselves. That's what the prophet Jude says, is stir yourself in your most holy faith. And we need to be continually refilled and refreshed by God. The way I get refilled and refreshed is to spend time in his presence, to commune with him and to read and consume his word. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the wicked, sits in the way of sin, stands in the way of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. On his law he meditates day and night. He'll be like a tree planted by. Blessed is the man. As I get into the word, blessing flows. And I remember maybe a year ago, two years ago, it might have been during COVID, something like that. I'm sure we were wearing masks, but no, we weren't really. But Melissa and I were riding. On the, on the street. She's got a little cruiser. I had a, a, a racing bike and we're riding along and I was way out in front. It was, it was obviously my, my, my health and my fitness levels. It was just far superior and I was way out in front. We got about halfway in the ride before we were turning around to come home and she's like, geez, the bike feels a bit funny. I kind of looked at it. I was like, no, it looks fine to me. The tires look pumped up, but the tires were actually flat. So she was working harder to try and pedal and get, you know, to where we were going. So we went past the service station, filled the tyres up, and she was just like Mary Poppins. She was just like giddy as a goose, just just pedalling along, staying up beside me all the way home. And here I was just thinking I was a lot fitter, but it wasn't the case. But we have to be filled. The Bible says those that hunger and thirst for righteous will be filled. Life's a, a drag. Life's tougher than it needs to be when we're drained and we're empty and we're, do not grow weary. Get yourself filled afresh. Consume the word of God and it will fill you and bring life to you. We've got to spend time in his word. And we've got to leave old habits behind. Yeah. We've, got to, we've got to break certain habits to form new habits, and when we break those habits and form the habit of consuming the Word of God, something shifts in our lives. And in James 1.21 it says this, So get rid of all filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the Word of God that is planted in your hearts, for it is it has the power to save your souls. Don't just listen to God's Word, do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you carefully, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, that's an amazing thing, isn't it? A law that sets you free. When you look to Jesus, I've said it many times, you start to look like Jesus. But the law of God, the word of God will set you free. You don't have to make, there, there are certain things I don't have to make choices about in life because the word of God says do it and don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so as I follow that word, I'm free. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm free to live as Christ created me to be, and so are you. Um, I like that. I think that's amazing. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. There's a saying that for every promise, there's a premise. And the premises of God, if we walk in the premises, we live in the blessing. I, I can see heaven open my over my life by walking in obedience to what God asked me to do. And really, if we're honest with ourselves, nobody wants to be told what to do. <laughs> we get called by the school quite regularly. Oh, <laughs> I'm not really, but anyway, <laughs> not about that. <laughs> if we're going to succeed in life, we need direction, instruction, correction, all the things we get from the Word of God, yeah. the inspired Word of God, the heart and mind of God. Oh. And you know, I, I, most of you would know that I did an apprenticeship when I left school and, and became a cabinet maker. And today, I, I'm able to build houses. Back then, I couldn't even cut three pieces of timber the same length. And, and for a year and a half, I wasn't allowed to touch electric tools. I literally just had to watch my boss. I had to clean up the factory. I had to do tip runs. I had to go and pick up lunch. I had to bank the money. And then he'd tell me, watch, watch, watch. And I'd watch him. But after about a year and a half, I understood, don't put your hand in front of the blade. Don't hit your thumb with the hammer. <laughs> don't put your hand on the back of a bit of timber when you're not using a nail gun. I learned certain things, not by doing it, but by observing. And the more I observed and the more I listened, the more I learned, and then I was trusted to use those tools. Those same tools that make my life that much easier today, I learned what to do and what not to do back then. I had a mentor, somebody telling me what to do and what not to do. And I want to encourage you that that your connect leaders or your or your pastors or, or people in your world that are encouraging you to do this and not to do that are doing it to benefit you. And doing it so that you're not harmed and you don't harm yourself. Can I encourage you, allow people to speak the Word of God into your life. Allow people to shape you through the Word of God. T test what's being said, but, but allow yourself to do a mentorship or an apprenticeship in the Word. Amen? Amen? Apply it to your lives. Let it instruct you, guide you, and shape you. And I love this. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, that If anybody's in Christ, they're a new creation. Anybody glad they're a new creation? Yeah. Yeah. The old me need to be, needed to be recreated. Uh, if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Can I encourage you this morning? You're not who you used to be. You don't have to do the things you used to do. You don't have to be swayed by, by emotions and, and propensities of the past and, and, and thoughts that you have. You can live a new life as a new creation in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Colossians says this, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Uh, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. You've died to this life. You've died to a life of sin and you are alive in Christ. That's real living. That's real life. That, that I, I propose this morning, is your best life. Yep. Being found in Christ and found in his word and guided by the word, you will live your best life. Let the Word of God be the thing that brings direction and purpose to your life. And I know this can be a bit dry. We, we, man, we had a whole month on prayer, and then we prayed, and we fasted, and far out, you made us give up food for a week. Oh, what are you doing to it? Now you tell me, get in the Word, man. Get in the Word. Form a new habit. Somebody form a new habit. 
Come on, start reading. Start doing something. But honestly, this will benefit your life. Yeah. This will bless your life. And, and I, I read this quote. It says, people don't decide their futures. They decide their habits. Their habits decide their future. Yeah. Wow. So you think you're planning towards the future. See, because it says, man plans his steps, but the Lord orders his ways. Right. The, but but the, the habits that you put in place today of God, I believe, even though I don't understand. God, I choose to praise, even though my circumstance says I shouldn't. God, if that's what your word says, that is what I will do. When you put those habits into play, you build those that, that strength and that discipline into your life. I'm telling you, it will carry you. It will carry you through your greatest days of challenge. It will carry you through your greatest. It will carry you beyond, and you will look back. And I know I do this all the time. It says, God is working all things together for your good. God stands outside the bounds of time. And I go, right now, what I'm walking through isn't good. What I'm facing isn't good. He goes, no, but it will be. And I'm going to make it good. And I'm going to make it right. And see, I'm standing out here. And I'm looking back at what you're walking through. And I'm telling you, you're going to get through it. You're stronger than you think you are. You're bigger than you think you are. You have more. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in you. That you can get through the challenge that you're facing right now. Just keep your eyes on me. Keep, keep in my word. Keep strengthening yourself. Yeah. I love what it says. David strengthened himself with the Lord his God. He strengthened himself. He went to God. Can I encourage you to go to God? Go to the Word. Get yourself filled. Get yourself refreshed. You know, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10 says this, I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. I, you can do what you like in life, but for every action is an equal and opposite reaction. That I, I, what I sow, I reap. I just want to sow faithfulness into God and into his word and into his ways and see the God plan for my life unfold before me. It says this in Joshua, Joshua 1.8. I might get a team to come up. Study the book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to, to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid nor discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Can I encourage you? God is with you and God is for you. He will lead you and he will guide you. The Bible says that he will hem you in. He is as one that sticks closer than a brother. Can I, can I encourage you? It, it can start off dry. But let, the, let a, a love be developed and grow for the Word of God. And, and whether it's a Bible reading program, whether it's starting at, you know, chronologically, starting at the beginning, working through to the end, going from Genesis to however, just start to read the Word. I've got a Bible reading plan that I, I, I do every single year. I start on January 1, I go through to December, you know, 30. I, I, every single year, I, I, I do my very best to, without a day missed, read the Word of God. Not because I have to, but because I love to. And i got to tell you, every single year that I read the Bible, I learn something new. There is more revelation that comes to me from God. And it's one thing to know God's love or know of God's love. But I've found that I find I, I, I know God's loving me as I read the Word. You know, if that makes sense. I don't just know about the love. I sense the love of God. And I sense, you know, just in, in this season that we're in as a church, that God is going before us to prepare a place that he needs us to be bigger to enter into. He want, the Bible says in Isaiah, it says, enlarge the place of your tent. And I feel like 
we're being challenged through prayer and through reading the word to enlarge the place of our to lengthen our cords, to, to, to strengthen our stakes, to, to stretch out to the left and right, to step forward. Hebrews says we're not of those that shrink back, we're of those that press forward under salvation. And I want to I want to encourage you when it comes to 2023, don't don't be the same size you are today. Allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself to develop. Allow yourself to mature. Because the, the thing is this, I can't have faith for you and you can't have faith for me. Yeah. I have to have faith for me in my circumstance and, and, and my challenge and my struggle and my storm. But you do too. We can stand shoulder to shoulder. We can encourage each other and we'll do that. But, but I want you to grow and develop so that when you find yourself isolated, you find yourself with the enemy roaming around, that you've got enough on the inside of you that you can start to quote scripture yeah. for yourself. That you can start to speak to your storm quiet, be still, because it's on the inside of you. And like Melissa was saying before, when you don't know what to pray, pray the name of Jesus. Pray in tongues, your heavenly prayer. Man. Do stir yourself so that like so that you don't have to continually look to Jesus only as Savior. But you can start to look to him as Lord. Because I, I don't want to always have to be re-saved and saved again and, and saved from myself and saved from my circumstances. At, the, at some point, God says, you open your mouth. And if you open your mouth, I'll fill it. You have the same creative ability in your mouth as God did when he hovered over nothing and spoke. Because he's placed his spirit on the inside of you. And the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Would you stand to your feet this morning? I just... I just want to encourage us. I want to pray a blessing over us. And I want to challenge you to form a new habit or develop the habit you have of seeking God through his words. Amen. Father, we love you. Thank you that the word of God is your inspired thoughts towards our lives and the life that we live. Thank you, Lord God, that you are close and you're far off, that you're the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and our lives are encapsulated and found in you. God, I pray that as we start to open your word afresh, Lord God, that we would see things we haven't seen, that you'd reveal things that we haven't known, that you would speak to us clearly, each and every person in the life of our church, as they seek you, Lord God, I thank you that your word says they will find you when they seek for you with all their hearts. Lord God, let your word come alive. It's living, it's active, it's sharper than any double-edged sword. And Father, I thank you that in, in every life and every heart, every circumstance in this room, Lord God, that your word will be enough to sustain us. Your grace is sufficient. We love you, Lord God. We bless your mighty and wonderful name, Heavenly Father. Bless every person, Lord God, in this room today. Emotionally, physically, relationally, financially, every single area of their world touched and blessed and favored of heaven. In your mighty and wonderful name, Jesus, and everybody said, Amen. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.